0: Hello and welcome to another episode with an interview. With today, I'm joined by Melissa Johnson, currently playing football with Sheffield United Women. Uh, Melissa, thank you for joining me. How are you?
1: Good, thank you. How
0: are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I could complain, you know, aches and pains, but that's an age thing. You don't have to worry about that at all because you are not just yet. <laughs> you're oh, all right, all right, <laughs> fine. see how quickly you jumped in there with that? Not just yet. All right, calm down. Um, I'm, I'm really really glad that i'm actually speaking to you because i you know as much as i am a, an advocate of women's football and i love watching the game it's very very rare that i get to speak to a black female footballer you know who's actually yeah you know who's who's doing really well and i i, I am so glad that you've be, you've given me your time so thank you very much um, thank you i know i've asked you how you are but generally how are you is everything okay you know health,
1: yeah food? yeah okay oh.
0: Getting on okay, yeah, Yeah. healthy. So, yeah, Yeah. what about yourself? Me, well, you know, like I say, lots of slights, aches, and pains, but other than that, today's good. The sun is shining. What can I say? I've finished the washing, it's out on the line. All of the the humdrum things you do when you're working from home. What else is there to do? And you know, it's true. The washing is always being done, anyway. No one's listening to this about my washing. Uh, I want to find out about you as a football player and, and, and basically the questions I have for you and more of a conversation is about you as a player, but also balancing work, uh, work and football and and your thoughts on, on football as it is now, football as it was when you started and in the future. Um, but What I did do in terms of preparation to speak to you, I did obviously do Googling as you do, everyone does Googling now. Uh, you're with Sheffield United now. Um, You've played for a number of different clubs, you know, and and, and please correct me if I get this wrong. Uh, You've played for, I think, obviously Aston Villa. You've played for Derby. Is that right? Yeah. And I think you've had two spells at Sheffield. Uh, i
1: played for Sheffield FC.
0: FC, right. I'll get that right. And you've also played for Leicester.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Um, Your first club, and this is from the information I've, I've obtained, correct me if I'm wrong, I say, look like, it looks like Derby, but is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Derby. Derby, yeah. and 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 what was it like playing for Derby back then?
1: I really enjoyed it at Derby. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's the city where I live. Um, it's, say, my hometown, but yeah, you know, where I sort of grew up uh, through secondary school years, um, where my family moved to from London. So, yeah, it was really nice playing for Derby. It's a lovely, obviously, city and stuff, so...
0: You, know, you know, One of my questions was about you playing in the South and you, your family moved from London to Derby.
1: Well, originally from uh, London and then to Luton and then Luton to Derby.
0: Wow, OK. So, you know, when you were playing for Derby, you know, what position were you playing in the team and, and how did that come about, you actually playing for Derby in the first place?
1: Um. So I actually got, like, scouted through through going to Derby. Um, I sort of held it off for a few years before I actually went. Um, And I played centre forward. Um, I mean, as I was there quite a while, you sort of get moved around and stuff, you know. Um, I think my last year or two, I was captain there. So sort of filled in everywhere and helped out on wing or centre midfield. So, you know. Centre back? Um, No, no. <laughs> just, just, in <laughs> just, just in
0: training. Just in training. Just in training. Okay, so you say you were you were scouted, but you held it off. What 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 was the, the reason for that? Why did you hold it off when you were scouted? What were you doing?
1: I suppose in a way, it's a bit of the the pressures of being at a big club like that. I suppose, and mm. I was very comfortable. I was enjoying my football at more of a local team, and um, yeah, it was just probably that
0: initial step up I suppose and was there doubt did you, you have doubts about being successful did you have doubts about it being the right decision is that why you you held it off or was it just about being comfortable where you were
1: um yeah I suppose I was a bit comfortable but yeah also thinking about you know how I'd do there and if I'd fit in and get on well and yeah I suppose if it was the right fit for me really
0: yeah, okay. Well, it has to be about the feel, I take it as well. It has to be about how you feel emotionally. And as we all know, as football, especially this week, uh, the emotions of football have definitely been tested. I'm going to ask you a bit about that as well. It's a swerve yeah. question. Um, so you spend a few years at Derby and then you move on to Sheffield FC. Yeah, correct,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, and how was that? Uh, again, obviously, it's
1: a another step up. Um, but very glad that I'd done it. Um, probably should have done it a bit sooner. Um, but I really enjoyed my time there. I was there for one season. Um, had a good scoring season as well.
0: Yeah. And How uh, many goals did you score
1: there? I got 17 and 20 that season. All right. Um, and we had a really good end to the season, like the second half of the season. We went uh, unbeaten, I believe, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you say that you should have done it before, why do you say that?
1: Um again, probably being too comfortable. Um local, stuff like that. Obviously I've always had another part time job on the side. Um and obviously more things come into it as you move further abroad with clubs and stuff. So obviously travelling time and travelling and, you know, making that move to Sheffield, so
0: yeah, it all plays its part, doesn't it? Yeah, so would you say that you're, you, you know, I'm getting a theme, you, you like to be close to family, am I, is that too much of a reach from me?
1: Uh, I'm very family orientated, but no, it's, it, I wouldn't say be close to family, like, <laughs> like it's work purposes, it's a bit different, I think, um, yeah. but no, I am very family orientated, yeah.
0: That's good. So you had a really good season at Sheffield FC great you know scoring record you know from there you go on to Aston Villa uh,
1: No I went to Leicester
0: You went to Leicester apologies I told you I was going to get something wrong so you go yeah. to Leicester and um you know a club that's currently in the women's super league you know you how was it while you were there when you went to Leicester what was it like then
1: Again it was it was a really good experience um Again, I was there for only one season. Um, they always, you know, spoke very highly about pushing on and, you know, becoming full time in that league and wanting to win the league and stuff. So, I'm not, I'm not really surprised that you know they went on and done it mm. uh, so soon. Really, yeah,
0: yeah. And and obviously, you can you can have an opinion on the Leicester that have been successful this season as to the Leicester that you played in. Is what's the difference that you could see? from the two teams? Um, I think, obviously, when I
1: first went, it was their first season in that league. Mm. Um, Obviously, it's new for them. You know, it's pretty new for me and a couple of other players who were at the team at the time. I feel like they've had a good few years now, extra, to sort of grow into the league and sort of mark their stamp, stamp their mark, sorry, you know, on on the league and stuff. So, Yeah. yeah, I feel like they've sort of, like grown into it and yeah
0: that's yeah. why they've been so successful this season I believe yeah and you know obviously you say you spent only a year there you know did you have the same scoring feat as you did in at the previous club or were the goals close to that that level at Leicester yeah Leicester
1: um, it sort of dried up a bit to be honest Um I started well and then I'd say I think it was By Christmas time, I sort of stopped playing, sort of getting in and out of the team, um, moving positions. Um, So personally, I I didn't really have a good end to the season. Mm.
0: And, you know, obviously you're a goal scorer, you know, your record shows that. How much of an impact does it have on you you know, in terms of your mindset, that when you're being asked to move out of position to, you know, because of an injury elsewhere or the the team shape has to change in terms of formation, how much does it it have an impact on you in terms of your mental approach to the game?
1: I think it it does have a big impact. I mean, it it shouldn't really stop you from having a bad mindset or continuing to be positive and stuff. But I think personally, it, it does... Affect you in certain ways because you kind of got your own personal, you know, achievements as well. What you want to do, and sometimes it gets a bit hindered with things coming in and out of the team, or players, or injuries. But it's, it's part of playing a team sport, I suppose, isn't it? So,
0: yeah, you know, it's it's a question that I I ask you as a fan. You look at football, and you you know from a distance, and you, with fans, sometimes can be very critical of players that they support and, and they will go, oh, why did they miss that? Why, you know, why didn't they take that shot? Why didn't they, they shoot earlier? And we don't understand obviously from a distance what you go through as a player before, if things have changed for you in terms of your routine and routine prior to a kickoff or prior to a game is really, really important in terms of like a player's confidence as to what they yeah. see as, as the natural order of things. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's, I just wanted to get a little bit of, a bit of information because I'm looking at your record and I think you have one season where you've, you know, you score a, a, an abundant amount of goals. Then it drops off and you go to another club. You leave Leicester and you go to Villa. And Villa, you're scoring goals.
1: And it picks up again.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm like <laughs> thinking, it's not as if you're not a goal scorer. You're a goal scorer. So I had to ask that question where there was a dip.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I think it, it, it like for me personally, I think it does affect me. Like when I'm on a good run and I'm scoring, just keep me playing, just keep me there and I'll keep scoring. Like yeah. it's that initial change or something. I, I suppose
0: it does throw me a little yeah.
1: um, and it's,
0: it's playing on, on the back of my mind sort of thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to dwell on it, but I need to ask the question about that because I'm looking at it and I think I've seen you play and I've seen you score goals and you score goals instinctively, you know, because as a viewer, I think, oh no, she's going to put it, oh gosh, she's gone that side. It's almost like everyone else will have an opinion as to where you might put the ball, but you know where it's going because you're an instinct player. That's what I mean. Knowing what you've just said now in terms of, you know, certain things might change in terms of how the build up is and then it has a knock on effect. Who are you able to speak to? about that in the game? Or do you have to go to someone outside of the game and kind of share your thoughts with them as to how you are feeling? What, like,
1: share my feelings sort of thing? Yeah, you know, because it, yeah. you know, it's
0: really important, you know? I just want yeah, yeah it
1: is. Yeah, I speak to my family a lot. Like, I'm very close to mum and dad. They'll always speak to me before a game, after a game, and things like that. So, stuff like that, yeah. You just it's always got to talk about it and get it off your chest. And But... I suppose, like you say, it's something not to, to really dwell on too
0: much. Well, it's, it's not necessarily, I'm not saying that you shouldn't dwell on it. I think people dwell. I think that's what we do. You know, I just wanted to know, you know, who do you have in your corner that you can go to and have that conversation? And, and, and is there a mechanism? And this isn't necessarily about you per se. I think it's about, is there a mechanism in women's football where you can think, you know, if we're having a bad time, is there a central body that I can call upon to say, I need to talk? Do you mean within the club? Within the club, within women's football.
1: Um, I don't
0: know. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to, you know, for me, so I, I, I look at the, the growth of the women's game and everyone wants to talk about fans and everyone wants to talk about, um, you know, engagement and everyone wants to talk about, you know, the the best players being available, but there needs to be an holistic approach in terms of how the game grows. So if there are moments, you know, I'm just saying this off the top of my head, if there are moments in a player's career where they themselves, like you have acknowledged what makes things difficult for you, then surely, you know, someone else in the game will acknowledge that as well. And they said, we need to create something or somewhere for players to go to, or you know, I just, I just, to know, yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just wanted to know if that was available for you. And no, yeah, it's not, <laughs> you just don't mess about, just no, there's nothing,
1: not oh, as much as I'd like. No, as
0: much as you like. Well, you know, it's it's something to talk about, and for me, it's, yeah. it's um, you know, as I said, I'm a fan of the game, but also, you know, having these conversations. You know, I'm, I'm able to ask the questions that a lot of people probably are not going to ask. But as a player, you're so caught up with actually playing and training and thinking about the next game and the result that just happened. There's no space for you to decompress. It's true,
1: yeah. You
0: know, so there, there's that. Um, so you go to Villa. Yeah. How is that? How is that that, that Villa? What what's going on for you there?
1: Villa was really good, to be fair. It was, obviously, it was the same league as Leicester, but Villa um, had big plans that year um, and made it like very clear about their um, you know, ambitions and stuff for the season. Mm. So it, it was just really good. Obviously, they upped it to full-time training and were in the men's facilities and things like that. So, yeah, it was
0: a really good time to be around the club. Yeah, and, and you know they say they made it v- very clear if you if you're able to give me one example of what it is that they would have said to you as a player coming in and the squad, what would they have said to you that you know to say that we are being serious about this?
1: They basically told me obviously what why they wanted me and what what they needed me to do and to help and all the backing, what they sort of get in and things like that. So yeah, it was it was very clear from the start, you know, that it that we had to win the season, you know. <laughs>
0: That's it. They basically said you're here to score goals.
1: Basically, yeah. <laughs> you do that... your job, everyone else will do their job. And then yeah, it should all come together. <laughs>
0: How did that make you feel hearing did. That? <laughs> How did that make you feel?
1: Um, really good to be honest, yeah. It was it was a really exciting times, you know. It was, it was really um like I was a bit overwhelmed as well, you know. Um obviously it was with Leicester, you know, maybe thinking about staying and considering another year with them. And then it was something I couldn't say no to. So, yeah, that, that's that's why I decided to make make the jump, really.
0: So, you know, you know, as I said, I Googled you for what it's worth, you know, we're Googling. Um, and I did come across a quote from her Football Hub website, and it talks about your goal ratio. And it says that you were, that he was one of the best in the world. Uh, yeah, I saw that. They, yeah, they referenced uh, Ada Hegerberg, who whose scoring rate was not as good as yours.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just thought, two, wow, two different leagues, though,
1: isn't it? Really, two, <laughs> two different leagues.
0: Two two different leagues. Two different <laughs> leagues. But scoring goals is a very very difficult job. Yeah. You know, and yes. some and some make it look easy, and some don't. you know and and, yeah and I would say that that you have had periods in your playing career where you've made it look not just easy but very very easy
1: I spent a lot of time working
0: on it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so when you saw that quote uh, how did you feel about that
1: I had so many people sending it me I was just like what like I yeah it was nice obviously um but yeah I just sort of
0: left it there. <laughs> you just left it there. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Listen, you know, when I read it, I was like thinking, wow. That, and your figures, your, your goal scoring figures are really, really good. I mean, you know, we're coming towards the end of like WSL season. And you said one of your seasons, you scored like 17 goals. And you're looking at Sam Kerr and Miedemar, and they're on like 18 and 17. And, and, and they're regarded as world class. So it doesn't, I, I think generally it doesn't matter what league you're in. If you are posting, plus 10, plus 15 goals in a season, when you know there are not many games, let's be frank. In a season or a league that has 10 or 11 teams, you can score goals. You are a goal scorer.
1: Yeah, I try my best, you know, when, yeah. I, when I get the opportunity, listen, I try just,
0: my best. Listen, you've got to brag it up sometimes, Melissa. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Brag it so. up, you know, just, you know, as they, they say, I'm a goal, just say it. i I'll score just goals. That's what I
1: enjoy doing, so yeah, yeah that,
0: that, you that, it's my job. I like that. When I read it, I was like thinking, wow, look at that. I was looking Yeah, at it's stats, amazing. I was thinking, wow. Um, and that's one of the things that, not in terms of you, one of the things that I would really like to change in women's football in terms of the stats being available for us. Us, some nerdy individuals who like to find out. But that, that was a really, really important stat that I thought that yeah. I, I needed to share with you But I, I saw it. Um, obviously, you do your job, as you say. Villa made it very clear. You do your job and, you know, they win the championship. But you don't stay.
1: I know.
0: Like, what happened?
1: I was really devastated, to be honest. Um, obviously, the season got cut short. Uh, because of COVID-19
0: yeah,
1: and obviously I just expected to obviously see the season out and obviously thankfully we got granted the league and stuff like that fantastic Um, in my mind you know I I want to stay I want to be there Um, I'm happy Um, it's a great moment for the club you know for myself Um, and then yeah I get told that I'm no longer in their plans you know I'm not in the future plans and stuff like that so yeah you know, it really hurt and stuff.
0: Right. There are so many questions that are coming into my mind as you said this. I wouldn't know, and you may not want to answer them. So please, if it's too direct, say so. Uh, How did you get that information?
1: Um, So obviously, because of COVID-19, we're all stuck at home, you know, we can't go in and stuff like that. So uh, we actually had our um, next season chats on Zoom call. And um, so I found out that I was no longer with them via Zoom call.
0: Mm. And obviously, you said you made a, you, you felt pretty caught up about that. And uh,
1: yeah, I was really shocked. I was, yeah. I was really surprised, you know, never take anything for granted. But, you know, I thought I had worked hard, you know, done my bit to have at least been given an opportunity.
0: And um, so, yeah, I was really upset. Um, and, and did that come from the manager? your little Zoom chat for next season or was that someone else?
1: Yeah, I was with the manager, um, assistant manager and my forward coach.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, Um, obviously, I, I don't know how that kind of goes. I've been, I've had normal jobs. I say normal jobs where you're told that, you know, things aren't going to work out and you've got to go. But, from a footballing point of view in women's football, it just looks so different when you watch men's football and they get these lengthy contracts. And then your career has been, you spent a, cl- a year at a club, you've moved to another club for a year, you've moved to another club. And you look at how things were going for, for you at Villa and it just looked like that team was like, whoa, you know, they're scoring goals, you're on fire, everything's going well. I mean, obviously COVID stopped everything, but you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't think for one minute, Anyone didn't believe that you guys weren't going to win the league. You know, I agree. Yeah. Obviously, and, we were unbeaten at the time. So, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You know, and come up and actually put on a very good display. So, you know, you're devastated from there. So you released. How do you then go from that point to then going on to Sheffield United now? How does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Took
1: some weeks. You know, I needed some time to myself. Um, like regroup talk to my agent things like that because obviously the ultimate goal is to be playing full-time football mm. you know playing as high as I can in the Super League um, so yeah I just had to sort of regroup come together again and see what my other options were
0: yeah and oh, and obviously Sheffield United was an option did you approach them did they approach you Um,
1: they approached me I, I knew the manager uh, quite well at the time when she was there hmm. obviously she's no longer with them yeah. Um, so yeah I, I felt quite comfortable to to sort of go go to Sheffield um, and be there sort of know a few people there a few players and stuff like that so
0: yeah um, I mean I want to ask you about the, the Villa thing but I'm going to leave that for a moment um, I mean how has it been for you at Sheffield this season how have you found it um obviously with
1: the initial manager I signed for um leaving and stuff like that you know that again that was a big shock and I just thought oh here we go again sort of thing um but the type of person I am you know just got on with it Mm. I was there you know I was there to do a job so um I continued um thought I had a quite a decent start to the season Um, although playing out of position um, sort of got on with things you know was impacting games assisting scoring Um, and then November time I think um, getting some interest from different clubs um, and then sort of deciding December time to sort of accept one of them Mm. and then I think from there it it, um, I stopped sort of playing and stuff like that with Sheffield it was more in and out of the team sort of leading that, up to that Christmas break
0: yeah do you think that the the, the fact that you kind of had um, interest from other clubs and you accepting that did that kind of impact or have an impact on you being in and out of the team um,
1: I'd say so yeah Because uh, be- like before then it was all pretty smooth you know I was I was in like I said, I was out, out of position, but, you know, I was playing, starting games um, and then sort of just before Christmas, it sort of changed.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest, you just told me something which I wasn't aware of. So you're you, you saying that you're already moving on. You know that you're moving on to another team.
1: That was uh, January transfer Transkwinder. OK, wow. Yeah, okay. I, had, I had interest and um, I was potentially moving to two different teams in January.
0: Okay. Are you able to say which ones?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Who are they? So um, the first offer was from Liverpool. Okay. Um, That sort of uh, changed. Obviously, as a manager sort of left and things like that. So that didn't sort of go through. Um, And then on the last week of the deadline, the transfer deadline, Mm. um, Reading came in. Wow. And I, I actually signed for them, um, accepted a deal. And then I found out the day after the window shut that I signed too late. So I just missed the window because it right. shot a bit earlier this year, I think they said, at 5 yeah. pm. Yeah, so, did, yeah,
0: actually.
1: Yeah, I think I missed it by about half an hour. Well, that's not um, your fault. N- no, no, it's <laughs> not my fault. No. <laughs>
0: Uh, gosh. So, you know, one of the questions I had lined up and which was going to go back to Aston Villa, you know, Aston Villa, Villa being in the Women's Super League now,
1: yeah,
0: depending on their results in the next few weeks, who knows, you will probably be in the Women's Super League next season. Is that what that's what you're saying?
1: I'm hoping to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really am. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm ready for it. You know, really want the opportunity um, obviously I was thankful for what happened in January with Reading um, for the opportunity but you know uh, yeah start on ultimate goals it's like where I want to be so yeah Yeah.
0: well do you know something I'm going to say I'm really pleased to hear that Um wasn't expecting you to say any of those tips because I didn't know about the Liverpool thing uh, you being at Reading next season will be very interesting for Reading and I'll be looking forward to seeing you wearing their kit and I'll be following you, you, you and their results every week. All I think right. you've
1: got that wrong, Rodney.
0: <laughs> Why? Why is that then?
1: No, I said I, I, I signed for them, oh. but it didn't. It didn't go through. I missed the window,
0: so you can't go. You're not going there at all. Sorry.
1: So, so i I've, I've not signed anything at the minute. It just didn't go through on that occasion.
0: There's me. There's me. There's me me doing cartwheels in my head.
1: I know. I thought I was a bit happy. (laughs) No, I wish. No, no. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm not in progress, but but no, there's nothing set in stone for next season. Oh,
0: gosh. Okay. Sorry. So, for those of you listening, forgive my jubilant display. (laughs) Forgive it you know well I like to hear good news what do you want I like to hear good news anyway I'm going to cross my fingers for you definitely thank I you do hope, I do hope that that does come back round now, that's funny that's going to be funny to listen back to isn't it? you corrected you could have just sat there and gone let him talk
1: I did let you a little I was like, you know? like I like the sound of that and then I thought I
0: have to say something so all right then read in get yourself down yeah sorted Listen is there actually what I was going to say because I looked at your clubs they're all roughly in the same era. And knowing that your family originally from London, I was thinking, what, you, you got a problem with the South? What is it? Not, no, not, no. Look the South. I was going to say there are a couple of teams in the South that could do the a striker. Yeah. I'm not saying who they are, just in case. They might have a an party <laughs> and say, what do you mean they could do with a striker? But no, I mean, if you can score goals, you can score goals anywhere. And I think um, what's clear to me um, looking at your record, you can score goals. And I think if you, if I, I believe that if you had stayed at Aston Villa, that they would not be in the position that they're in right now. That's my belief. That's nice to hear. Yeah. I, for one, and a number of other fans who I speak to in, across the UK at different clubs, When we saw what happened, we were all kind of like, whoa, wasn't expecting that.
1: Yeah, I had really a lot of support, to be honest. Like a lot of people, players from different teams across the world reach out to me and, you know, send their support and love, which is really nice and appreciated. So,
0: yeah, well, I didn't have your Twitter handle back then, but, you know, I'm glad. I just want you to know that there was a lot of conversation about you leaving Aston Villa. We were like, what? what, like head scratch moment, thinking, okay, that, does that make sense? But anyway, you know, they're in, they're in the WSL for now. We'll see what happens. Um, we've talked a lot about your clubs and everything else, and where you've been, as a, as a, as a kid, you know, you know, how did it start for you? What was it? You know, playgrounds, you know, local team, what was it?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um like, I've got quite sporty parents, so, My dad always played football. Um, Mum played netball. So, yeah, it was very big at home. And then I sort of got into it more at school when I was younger, like playing with boys and playing football and stuff like that and going to Arsenal games with my dad. Um, He used to take me to watch some women games as well. So it's it's always been like a real love within the the home as well. So So who,
0: who did you go and watch?
1: Well, women's yeah. Uh, Arsenal uh, it used to take me to Fulham as well.
0: Yeah, oh, good. So, have you got a player uh, that you look out for in the in the top echelons of the league, or is it you just follow right them? now? Yeah.
1: Um, no. Liedema?
0: Okay, everyone likes. Really hard,
1: right? Yeah, I like her. Uh...
0: She's all right. There might be a vacancy <laughs> at Arsenal. Who knows? <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to ask you this question. Just joking. I know you're still young in the game, and this is something that you you talked about and you have thought about some of the clubs you've been at. You, in terms of your decisions, uh, do you look back over the playing career that you've had so far and you think I should have taken the other door? Mm. Tough
1: one. Um, no, I guess, I guess like, everything happens for a reason. Um, no, no, well, not well, really. That's good.
0: Well, some people, will, I, some, some usually say, oh, you know, I wish I, mm, but you know, you seem comfortable, you seem comfortable. <laughs> there's, there's
1: always going to be a bit of, mm, should I, should I, but yeah. it is what it is, isn't it? Like,
0: it is what it is. All right. Well, look. still
1: time <laughs>
0: <laughs> like there is still, there's always time uh, right the issue and the area that we're talking about is like balancing work um, within work or with work um, you're a semi-professional footballer yes yeah right okay obviously there was a lot of talk around the TV deal and finance and players but do you have another job alongside football yeah so um I work
1: at a school. In my local area and um, it's an autistic school and i work there part-time uh, do three days a week and i mainly work with three direct students who are six form students
0: yeah and uh, so you're a teacher or are you i take it a
1: teaching assistant
0: teacher assistant okay so you know it's a full-on job you know very
1: demanding yeah very demanding
0: <laughs> you know i know the world of education you know you've got to be there early inset staff meetings pupil progress IEPs you name it you know that yeah I, you know I'm from that world because I'm using that terminology just like
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> um, it well
0: <laughs> yeah exactly how does your employer the school balance off you doing training or does it kind of fit in do you have to do your training in the evening or how does it work?
1: So my employees are really good to be fair like I've, I've been there quite a while now so they really look out for me and they're really like, say, proud of my achievements and stuff. So um they really like, help me, they support me, you know, they're very accommodating mm. to if I had to leave early or I had to do something or whatever it is through football. It, it balances off quite nicely, to be fair, you know, they're, they're really
0: good to me. Yeah, that's, do uh, you know, I'm glad to hear that because I know I spoke to, um... One player who plays for London City Linuses. I did an interview with her, uh, Lily Ag, and she herself also is a, in education. She uh, tutors and teaches, uh, I think, young people from 16 upwards to 1920. So there is this, this element of trying to balance playing football with work. And with the new TV deal, it, obviously there's talk about you know making the league better and, you know, from my point of view, I always felt that the, the balance of the funding was skewed too much towards the WSL. There needs to be more funding to the championship. What, what would it what would you feel or how would you feel, should I say, um, if you were given the opportunity to be a full time professional and the salary was not enough? Considering you work part time, what would you do?
1: I think that's almost hindered me throughout the years as well, because um, I've had a few opportunities to play Super League before, and it's been because of that issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is difficult, you know. Got a place to run, you know, I live on my own and things yeah. like that. It, it's difficult sometimes. Um, I suppose it does make it hard because you have to analyse and think about everything else. Not just what I want there and then, mm. um, but I think uh, that age I'm at now, I feel like I'm I'm just willing to to sort of give it a go now.
0: Yeah,
1: and and have you know an opportunity if it, if it comes my way to 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 sort of go full time.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but no, I, I do understand. Yeah, it is it is a difficult.
0: Are, 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 you, are you able to say which clubs you were given that opportunity to be full-time with or is it difficult to say?
1: Um, one of them was Yeovil. Okay. Um, so quite a few years ago, yeah. Um, you know, the manager got in contact with me and things like that. But I felt at that time, unfortunately, you know, the, the salary wasn't great for me. Um, you know, my circumstances and things. So, um, but, yeah, I think that that's quite a case at the moment and yeah. previously. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly believe, well, I'd like to believe that there are going to be a considerable kind of, you know, pressure put on, on not say pressure, it's the wrong word, but just for clubs to be able to be supported in the right way so that they can help players before time. Because I think the, the Championship... Yeah. Have, a, have an abundance of good players like yourself who should be given the opportunity to apply to their trade in the right way instead of having to balance, you know, what I call a real job. With, yeah. You know, being semi-pro. It is, it's and, it tough. It's very tough.
1: Again, I, I was going to make that, that leap um, with Nuts County. I was training with them yeah. when they were around in the league. Um, and at the time I sort of went I went away on holiday and then when I came back, um, the news came out about it folding. So again, you know,
0: it wasn't great. Yes, it's not not good, but hopefully, um, you know, I say fingers crossed for you. Thank you. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Positive thoughts. Uh, I know that, you know, obviously you're going to continue to play football for quite some time and you don't know where you will be hopefully you might, you might still be at Sheffield, but you might be elsewhere, who knows, guess to say that. Um, when you eventually retire from the game, which is going to be a long time away, um, will you literally walk away from football or will you look to be involved in some capacity as a, you know, coach, oh, I manager?
1: Get, I get asked this all the time. Well, I'm um, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think for my days, it will probably be done. But with next steps in life and things changing and happening, then who sort of knows? But I think, no, I think I, I kind of would have some time away and some some time apart from it, to
0: be honest. Yeah, but would you, would you, I mean, you say you would have some time apart, but would you return in some capacity if you felt that you still had, I don't know, unfinished business? Maybe, but...
1: That's, that's why I'm trying to do it now really <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i don't blame you i don't blame yeah. you. I don't blame <laughs> you You know you say that your employers are really you know good to you and they they allow you and give you the flexibility to go off and do the training and be at games you know do do they see you as a role model
1: yeah yeah massively massively it, it's 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 quite a a sporty school as well um real sporty like all oh, the kids are into all different sports and we actually got um, an AstroTurf turf built, okay, on the school premises, and we got um, Ian Taylor to come down, and um, it, it was amazing. Like the kids love it; they're, they're so into football, especially. Like it's brilliant, and, and d- like d- a, a few of the kids have come and watched me play as well. Oh really? To yeah, they've come oh. and support me with school, the principal. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's really good stuff. That's really really good. Like that's that's quite nice to hear that they actually. Uh, go along and support you uh, obviously I suppose with this whole pandemic fans haven't been there people haven't been able to go and see the games in the way that they should you know have you and the other players missed that since yeah massively happened? Yeah,
1: massively like it's it's such a weird feeling like it's it's been so weird especially not being able to hear my dad like normally I could just hear his voice from anywhere in the stadium you could hear him but um, yeah, like we've all missed it, so we can't wait. You know, for the fans to return.
0: Is your dad a, is your dad um, a positive heckler in terms of you, or does he does he have a go at the opposition?
1: More me, he just always says my name.
0: Because <laughs> you know there are some parents in there, they're like thinking. They they just go for the opposition. Or, no, okay, right. He's I sometimes
1: wish he did, but he's a
0: positive heckler. He's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: all me. It's
0: all my name. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so funny. Um, okay, when, when when the fans return, obviously it'll be good to to kind of hear your dad. I'll listen out for the um the, the, uh, the audio. Um, you know, with this new deal and everything with regards to TV what 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 this is the question I've got you know imagine that you have left football you know as a player but you're in in the game in some capacity further up in terms of management uh, if you could change two things to improve the game what would they be
1: oh tough
0: question I know. That's oh, it's very tough.
1: Well, you know. Just like on the spot.
0: Well, I did try and warn you.
1: Two things.
0: Just two. Well, what? you can say three if you're, you know, think two's not enough.
1: Oh no, I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> two things are changed.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, I'll tell you what, this is as a as a as a kind of way of helping you think about it. Imagine just think of the, the game as you are now, as it is now. What needs to change now to make it better? in your opinion? Mm.
1: Me as a manager, you mean?
0: Well, you could say, you could use yourself as, as, as a manager, you could say player manager, p- possible.
1: Probably, like we said earlier, about having that, that person who you can sort of go to, talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, probably make, make that more... More as a like weekly thing,
0: yeah,
1: like just like well being sort of thing. Yeah. Um, especially now with obviously COVID 19 and everything. Um, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's all right having that person there and you know where to go to, but sometimes it's nice if that person comes to you or speaks yeah. to you or things like that. Um, I can't think of one more.
0: Well... Because yeah, now but, I'm
1: just thinking about me and, like,
0: my... But, but No, but the thing is, to say that you're just thinking about you, that's fine. There's, the, the, the one thing I've realised in life about anything, if you're feeling something, someone somewhere else in the room or in your group is having the same thought, but they're just not telling anyone. Yeah. And sometimes it takes one person to just push the door open and say, this is what I need. And everyone go, oh, yeah, we've been waiting for that for a long time. You know, it just, it, it it's really strange how some people can be so reserved in a sport which is, and I say it in a particular way, macho, because you can't be, you're not allowed to be, you know, in, emotional, you know, you know and I, I look at women's football and I, I think, is that element of the men's game in the women's game? And it shouldn't be, because in the no. men's game, they've got a They've got a whole history of baggage of not telling anyone anything. And I'm looking at the women's game and I'm thinking, as an outsider, I'm thinking, have they got these things in place? The one thing that 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 men are now talking about that they said they they wish they they had but they didn't have, but have women's the women's game got this in place? And you're telling me, no, and I'm not thinking, well. Yeah. It's becoming parent though,
1: isn't it? It's 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 getting there. So you know it's not it's 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 very different now it's business isn't it it's money it's 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 very different
0: nowadays so and and have you noticed that change from when you started to now
1: massively yeah you know something what you know yeah it's on your mind but it doesn't cross it as much back then you know just for the love of the game and because enjoyment and things like that it's just natural it's Whereas now you you know you have to consider s- so many other things and and money just plays the biggest part.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there is this thing that everyone expects you to be a part of and and expect you to and and expect you to feel in a particular way, but you can't because you're trying to emotionally juggle all of these other aspects before you get to do the job that you want to do.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't think that's a consideration in the men's game. It just, you know, they're just taken care of because they have the history. And I just look at, you know, and I say, well, we're talking about you, but in the bigger picture of the women's game, I think, well, those things need to be in place first, as well as it can't be a catch up. It can't be something that happens later on. It needs to be now. Because if you are considering these things while trying to play, then your well being is not being taken care of. Yeah, You know, you are emotionally being challenged on other elements of your life before you even get to do the job you're meant to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough. And I feel like, you know, if you're not, which many players, you know, I can't speak for everyone, I'm sure, finds it hard sometimes to make that initial step to, you know, to try and get things right and make things better. And sometimes you just need, you know, someone to check in on you or to make sure you're doing okay, sort of thing.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, you know I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said that and, and it's really key because it's, it's kind of come back to the beginning when we talked about your journey as a player and the things that you had to do between each club and what you had to experience and then at the same time you've explained about, you know, having the opportunity to be professional but you've had to kind of balance up the financial aspect of what does that mean for you as a person you know, and sometimes when we talk about football and footballers, we don't talk about the person. We just talk about what they do. You know, it's 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 really really tough. So I'm glad that you you were able to share that. But also, you chose that as the one thing that you change because it may yeah. be it may be that you know it may be that that you do that. Maybe you're part of that in the future, and that's something that happens. You, you have to understand. I'm looking at you, and I think you're already working in a pastoral and a holistic way because you're helping other people anyway in your other job. Yeah,
1: yeah, I really enjoy
0: that, yeah. Yeah, so it may be that you just think, well, this is what I do and I do that well, but I might have to use this over here.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so watch this space, women's football. Definitely. <laughs> watch this space. <laughs> Listen, before we wrap up, and I really know that... Um, I'm really glad we had this conversation and I'll ask you before we even finish. I want to be able to speak to you next season when you're playing for <coughs> Reading. Um <laughs> what? <laughs> so Melissa's not even saying anything, you're just like looking at me thinking, don't do that. Uh, I, do, <laughs> I do hope that you, you come back and, and I'm able to speak to you again at some point. But I know that when you're playing the game, it's focused. But yeah, I do hope we're able to come back. Um Thank you. One what well, two it's one last question, stroke two. Um in terms of footballing qualities and the things that you think about, what what the one what do you love about winning? About winning? Yeah. And what do you hate about losing?
1: What I love about winning. Just it's just the the after. No, it's more in the moment, you know, like especially if you're comfortably winning and like I've scored or something and the team obviously going back to Villa days you know we went almost the whole season unbeaten Mm. until it stopped and that that feeling's unreal like it's unreal and I still do believe that you know even if the league did finish we would have still done that unbeaten that's how confident I felt and it's it's such a nice feeling. It, it was it was so nice. It's not even like an arrogance thing, but it was like turning up to games and like we're winning today. We're winning. We're winning. Love that. You know, and I I've got a couple of hat tricks, and I'm like I was turning up some games, and I'm like I'm, I'm taking the football home. I'm t- I'm taking that. <laughs> like it, it got to that point, but. Yeah, it's it's really nice. It's really nice. I definitely enjoy winning more than
0: losing. And what do you hate about the losing?
1: I I hate losing. I hate it. I'm so competitive. Like, the smallest thing. Like, away from the pitch, just anything. I hate losing, but... I, I I feel like it hurts me more when I'm not involved. Like, I'm not on the pitch. It hurts more because then I'm winding myself up and I'm getting myself worked up and I just want to be out there and, you know, try and help. Um, But, yeah, I I, I think I find that a bit more hard. Do
0: you know what? You sound like a typical fan. You sound like a fan. Someone is just sitting on the sideline rocking going... "Mm -hmm." No, that's good. That's like it's, it's a really tough question to answer, to be fair. Really yeah. tough because what do you hate? Everyone hates losing, but there's always something about it that, that sticks with someone. So I thought I'd ask that question. Um, Melissa, it's so good to speak to you, honestly. And, um, you know, I'm really, really grateful that I, I was able to speak to you and, and actually that you had the time to share as well. So I, I thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, and please wait a moment before we talk because we have to talk afterwards. I have to do this bit at the end. Oh, definitely, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Uh, right, guys, uh, whilst um, before I go and have my little private chat with Melissa, thank you, uh, this was an uh, interview with Melissa Johnson, current football player with Shuffled United Women. But who knows where next? Shh, don't say it. I told you so. Uh, we'll see you all very soon. Bye for now.